Are you a Tumblr, Clarice? <laughs> so we're at the Frogtown Curling Club. Just had a great tour. We're here with uh, Amanda Clore. Clore, right? That is correct. And Jessica Erickson. Correct. And uh, I've got my friend Jordan Wickland here. And I'm Christopher Listney. We're of Stonecast. We're doing an interview. Uh, we've got some exciting topics to talk about today. It's the first time Jordan and I have ever been to the Frogtown Curling Club. We just paid dearly for the vaunted tour. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sweet. So thanks for uh, having us and giving us the tour. And it's, uh, it's the Saturday after uh, St. Patrick's Day. It it's is. It's kind of fun. It's almost a one-year anniversary for the podcast, actually. Yep. But what do we, we say, Slancha? Somewhere in the darkness, there's a man they call the Skipper, fast asleep, dreaming of gold. Weeks before the sun does, even though he'd rather stay in bed. Curses the cold in Minnesota Why's it always so damn cold? He's got a job to do Does it for me and you And the red and the white and the blue Because he knows he's got to curl Because he knows he's got to curl You're listening to Stonecast, Curling in the Twin Cities with Jordan Wickland and Christopher Listney. So, Amanda and Jessica, the reason the, way, the reason I met you is uh, because of your involvement in the Frogtown Spiel, right? Which just happened, was it last weekend? It was, yeah. yeah. And uh, how did that go? Who won? Oh, uh, Mr. John Solom, who was our initial uh, inaugural president here at the club who was very instrumental in getting our club going. So John Solom's team beat uh, Jordan Sabek for the championship. Sabek. Sabek. Yeah, you know Jordan? saw him curl. Yeah. 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 Oh, he's beat me before. Yeah, Mr. Zubas. Yeah, but he uh, he was in the international, and <laughs> oh, I, I kept Zubas on calling him Kabek, yeah. you know, when I was when we were doing announcing. I didn't really know how to say his name. Because they were in the semifinals, were they not? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were in the final. Well, they were in, the like, the, 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 the third event finals or whatever. They were... They were on the ice at they one point. My well. husband they played on their Sunday. team. Oh. So that's what we were listening to when we were listening to the recorded version because oh. we were listening to you talk like, about the Zubas. God, he just like <laughs> butchers the names. Is that... Well, we didn't really exactly say that. We were listening to what you said about the Zubas. It was mm. kind of funny. Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> you just said they were wild and distracting. Yeah. Which I kind of agreed with. <laughs> yeah. People that wear fancy pants when they curl, they've got like some sort of attitude problem. I will like, hear none of this. <laughs> They've got like, like, oh, hey, look at me. I've got fancy pants. I'm going to return to my car just to put on my, 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 uh, they're called cheeseburger. They're orange oh. and red and black. Do they actually have cheeseburgers on them or just the it's, color it's a, that would look a like a cheeseburger? Pattern. Yeah. Are they like loudmouth pants? Yes. Or? Okay. Makes my mother in law. Makes them Oh, really? Me. Do you Thanks, only have one pair Thanks, or multiple? Sandy. I have four different designs. Sandy's brought me, bought me two. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I've been trying to get Chris into the, on the all pants St. Paul team. For a while, but he's not having it. Yeah, with uh, Dennis. I don't Abraham. need. I don't need to express my personality with my pants. <laughs> I'll do it with facial hair. So, there you go. So let's talk a little bit more about this Frogtown Spiel. So it's like the name Spiel. So it's like the big Spiel of of the club. You said there. Wow. How many teams were there? We had thirty-two teams, and it filled up this that's year. That's a lot of. That's yeah. a lot of teams. Seventeen minutes. 
is how long it took to fill up when we opened it this year. So it was a new record. Tell some very of them popular. to sign up for the mixed bond spiel because the mixed league is struggling to fill our bond spiel in two weeks. Registration's open. Unfortunately, the, challenge, uh, this episode will probably get out during nah. during that nah. bond spiel. So <laughs> yeah, everybody sign up today because it starts tomorrow. So thirty two teams, and uh, now do they have to? Are they just Frogtown curlers? Uh, this year we required at least two members be Frogtown curlers, and then you could have the other two from somewhere else. But most curlers were from Frogtown. Yep, and I think it's a thing that we try to. It's great for the members to meet the other members from the different nights. So it's our big, big end of the year bash. But with the, as Jessica was mentioning, with having the two extra people coming in. So this year we had Jason Smith curl here. Oh. Monica Walker was here. Jessica Schultz, who curls Sunday nights with us. I'm curling with Jessica next Are weekend. Are you? At nice. The Hearts in Duluth. Okay. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, I did have something to present to you guys too before, just to make sure it's, but, and I, I don't, I only have one today, Jordan, so I apologize, but um, just fine, I, guess. I just wanted to, so we created these, we always have an award and we try to put an award together for the bond spiel that, so last year they were the openers that we had sent to you. And this year we tried to come up with something creative. So we're going to give you this cowbell, which is representative of curling. Wow. So we created those for the, uh, all the four events, champions and runner-ups. And it doesn't work though. You got to take a little paper out of there. Oh. <laughs> it's really loud. So it was an award that actually people wanted to win. Yeah. Versus, you know, if they maybe I saw got a those patch on Facebook, but I didn't see what it was. Yeah. Might be just hung up here. So that was nice. <laughs> Thank you. That's very cool. Yeah, That's you're really welcome. Cool. Stonecast is supported by our friends at the Once Upon a Crime Mystery Bookstore, 604 West 26th Street in Minneapolis. Not only do they have a fantastic collection of mysteries, thrillers, and crime novels, they host some of the best author events in the area. Check them out on the web at www.onceuponacrimebooks.com. That's www.onceuponacrimebooks.com. So the other cool thing that... Amanda, you just got back. We talked a little bit at the beginning, but you just got back from from the Briar. I did in uh, St. John's, which I was did. Super cool. Yeah, and I think you know, as we mentioned, I've been curling six years, and I you know up until two years ago, I had no idea what the Briar was, and then it became quickly in our bucket list, and we all have always wanted to go out to Newfoundland, of which we were pronouncing incorrectly for quite a while. It's Newfoundland, with the emphasis on that. So um, learned a lot along the way with dialects and how to pronounce things. But uh, so came on a bucket list, St. John's, um, went up there to travel for about four days and then hit the briar for five days. Would have liked to stay for the entire time, but we had the bond spiel that I committed to working with Jessica last year. So um, unfortunately, we had to come back to manage our bond spiel here. But it was definitely exceeded expectations. And uh, you know, when you have 7,000 screaming fans, it, you, know, you mentioned the, the volume of, of that and the um, camaraderie of the Canadian people. It was a fantastic time. You emailed me because I've been there, and you said, oh, what, um, do you have any recommendations for food places, yeah. which I don't. I mean, I don't really remember much, but I do remember <laughs> my aunt and I traveled for a couple of weeks in that region, and when we got there, we were both really mad at each other because, not mad, just like we were in the car together, and uh, we were on each other's nerves. She's decided to stop smoking on the flight there, <laughs> and, uh, and she wasn't really drinking and everything, whatever. So when we went there, we ended up getting a, two different hotel rooms. We were sharing everything to keep it cheap, but we got two different. And so we separated for like two days. So I just remember stumbling home drunk a lot uh, both nights f- 
from after listening to a bunch of music and the hot dog vendors out or the sausage vendors out on the street were really good. I suppose you were down in George Street yeah. area. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Irish bars down there. And yeah. And a lot of in fact, we were eating at uh, O'Reilly's. The, I think it was called O'Reilly's Pub in between draws. And there's John Morris walking by, you know, had no idea where he was going, but probably down to a, a we, bar in the corner during the briar. We, we beat John Morris. Have you really? Yeah. At, Handily. Where, at the lupus Handily. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Handily. A, a devastating blow. He so, was dressed his... in his best Norwegian pants and tat and gear. And wow. We Congratulations. Yes. Yep. He was. Uh, Took it to him. He's also quite excited to visit the Mall of America. So <laughs> really? There may, there may, he may have been motivated to get off the To ice. get out of there? But we don't, we don't like to speculate. So we can't, uh, like on the jury, we can't, we can't use that at all. You said that you've always wanted to go to Newfoundland. Yes. So why... Why? Well, I think, you know, my husband and I like to travel a lot, and it seemed like a unique place in the world, more rugged, you know, outdoorsy. And when you look at the pictures of it, it just is that um, we've been to Alaska a couple of times. It kind of seems like the last frontier, and it's the easternmost point of you know, North America, so to be out you know, in an extreme area with the Atlantic coast up there. And uh, I think for the, going for the food, a lot of the uh, seafood that's out there, but more importantly, it's, it's just the, the raw beauty of, of the Newfoundland. We heard a lot of great things about the people very welcoming in and, and, and the small fishing villages. So it was more of a tourist destination that got, that got promoted on our list quite heavily once we found out the briar was going to be there. So we bought our tickets within a week of them opening up last year. Unfortunately, we did because it was a sold-out crowd. So How yeah. many beer stores did you pass? Beer stores? The beer store. That's the Canadian. Oh, the beer store. You know, yeah. well, we did not pass too many. We would, so we rented a house about 20 miles or 20 minutes away from the center. And we would walk there every morning. So wow. we didn't, there weren't uh, too many beer stores, but I know what you're talking about because I've been in, I've seen that in a couple of Canadian cities with a beer store. So we would just, we, we would catch a draw at 10 a.m. in the morning, go down to George Street, have a couple of beers, you know, have, a, have some fish and chips, come back for the three o'clock draw, go back to the pubs for a couple of beers, and then, you know, how kind did of you handle the uh, half hour time? Was there, that, that is a half, half hour time. Half hour yes. time zone. I bet you Which had terrible I had no idea. lag. Yes, I had no idea until, you know, I showed up at the airport, we landed at the airport, I'm like, how can it be 1030? I thought it was two hours ahead of time, Yeah. but they're on the half an hour. Yeah. So the first thing we do is, you know, it's nine o'clock here, 1130 there. We found this great little pub, you know, afterwards. And, and uh, it, so I think it was that going back two and a half hours, coming back in the daylight savings time was a little rough, but, but I had no idea that those, those was a new thing. Fees, they're so those goofy. new fees, those new fees. Is that what they're, is that the new fees? Yes. And we learned some, it. we learned some new terms. So we learned that a friend is called a cocky, which we didn't know. Hmm. So oh. we learned some of those terms but uh i have some cocky cockies. yeah I cocky call Chris cockies. Sometimes, so yeah. you can call cocky and he'll yeah, be a friend uh, but yeah the people were were just very welcoming and they they were quite impressed that we would come all the way from minnesota to to come out for a briar all the way from minnesota they, 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 they like want one of the closest exactly states. but the, they they were shocked that <laughs> what i know because we didn't it's run not into one of the closest states <laughs> it is it's one of the northern i mean i i, I know in newfoundland like maine, maine would be maine. the closest mm-hmm. well that's why i said one of them yes it's a northern but we there didn't, are 50 i think states, they were Chris. surprised that americans would even come Who's up this guy <laughs> this is chump next to me i don't know because we didn't run into any other americans while we were there so oh, when they found really? out that we we're from the states they were really excited that last year that they, we came to they had curling. some sort of uh dean gemmel was promoting some american oh was he Okay. Like the the USA package. Okay. E H U S E H and U S E H. Yeah, because I think it was an Ottawa. Oh, USA. Yeah, USA. <laughs> USA. So, but yeah, it was uh, and and the level of curling there that was 
Did you learn anything? Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, I learned probably where our our level is and how far away we are from. You learned that we need to practice more. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. I I learned that I I probably should have started at five years old, but yeah, the level of curling there was quite incredible. And and just the the lineup that was out there. Yeah. Jacobs, you know, Gushu, Team Kui, both Kui's that were there. Um, McEwen. So the lineup was. What was the team last year that did that, like initiated the brooming, you know, the broom controversy though? There was like one team, Canadian team that like did all sorts of research and. That was Gushu, I believe. I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I probably saw some YouTube videos on that, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah. So he made quite the recovery. I think he had an injury earlier in the season. Then last year, if you guys saw the YouTube video where he fell on, on his head, did you guys YouTube that? that. But that was, yeah. So he came back from some pretty tough stuff last year to. Hmm. To win it, and if you, I don't know if you guys watched the championship, but they had to drag that last rock yep. draw of another six I inches bet that to get he it was there. Yelling at this oh yeah, well, oh I yeah, it was very very close. I bet he it was, was. too light. Right? It was, yeah. it was, yeah. So, but but you know, seven thousand people packed into again, I, unbelievable. When I hope the U.S. curling gets to that level where we've got that many people. Yeah, and, and I, I think the nationals there. didn't uh, like they showed yeah. the crowds. And I know was. A yeah. couple hundred, maybe a few hundred people yeah. when you look at that compared to. But I think, you know, it, it, like the Nationals probably would probably have a pretty decent crowd in like Minneapolis, St. Paul, so. because we have a lot of curlers. But it probably wouldn't have have a very good in you know town that doesn't have a lot of curlers. Right. right. Probably draw a lot from Wisconsin. Yeah. Jessica, any uh, have you traveled at all for curling, competing or watching? We've just traveled around here for some local bonds fields. Okay. Pretty much Wisconsin, Duluth. Oh, where have you been uh, in Wisconsin? Uh, we went to Centerville, Wisconsin. Was that two years ago? And then we went to, um, what was the other one in Wisconsin? Superior. Sup- We've been to Superior. Oh, okay. What was the other one we did in Wisconsin this year? Oh, Rice Lake. Rice Lake. Rice yep. Lake. I've heard yeah. Rice Lake is a nice yeah. that's, that's no, a that's fun. number one. That was one a fun one. Yeah. Out of state bonds yeah. field. I think and then we did North Dakota. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Grafton, North Dakota. We did that last year with some friends from the t- from the club here. Yeah, we have a couple other curlers that curl Tuesday night, and they're from Grafton, so they talked us into driving out there. Where Where is Grafton? It's like the northeast corner, kind of, of North well, Dakota. I hope they drove. Well, it was like a five-hour. They hour should be your host. Right? <laughs> they were very good. They were hosts. our hosts, actually. They we put up stuff with some of their relatives, and that they we fed had, us well. Yeah. And yeah, it was a good time. If Chris put me up with some of his relatives, I'd I'd have many complaints. Did Did you have um, you would complain? No, unless it was your aunt, who's pretty yeah. cool. I don't have an aunt. I have an aunt. I, yeah. <laughs> we're from Duluth. Oh, we say aunt. Yeah, really? yes, <laughs> right, Jordan. You know, I, we were talking earlier in an earlier episode. Jordan was talking about where he was from, Duluth, and he said this is where the cake eaters are. And I'm like, come on. That is cake, true. That there is aren't true. cake eaters in Duluth. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to be from Medina to be a cake eater. No. But then just before we got this set up, you were talking to some dude. confirmed that with a young yeah, man. Yeah, and he said it. He, did, he just said it. He said, oh, yeah, yeah we're, we're the yeah. cake eaters. And, I went to Denfeld High School, and, and we're more the we're the uh, blue-collar area of it. So, yeah, we always refer to the Greyhounds as cake eaters. Some of my great friends went there, but, yeah, they're the cake eaters. But he's a Marshall Hilltop. He's a Marshall. So that's even like a level above probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We have no idea who that guy even was. No. <laughs> he gave him a business card, though. He's we were setting excited. up, and he's like, what are you guys doing? I know. And then we didn't answer. And he's like, no, I seriously, what, what were you guys yes. doing here? And we need media passes, man. <laughs> we can, I think today proves we need to print those up, and that was a great idea. We're here on behalf of CNBC, or CBC, CBS Sports. CBC is Canada. Yes. Yep. Anyway. The Stonecast Broadcasting Network. Stone, Stonecast Broadcasting. SBT. The, uh, the SC- SBN. No, the SCBCN, Stonecast Broadcast Network. Hmm, nice. So 
Amanda, if you had to ask a question of Jessica, what would you ask? Wow. And then I'm going to ask it. Oh, my gosh. Well, you can ask it, actually. Oh, I may need to come back to that one. That's tough. You know everything there is to know? I know a lot about We've Jessica. We've known each other We've, for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay. How, I, how'd you meet? Our husbands played town ball together. Town in, ball? Town ball. Baseball. Down in, mm-hmm. Yeah, baseball. Ah. Down in Hampton. Yep. Yeah, so just south of the cities. Like Hampton Beach? No, no. Hampton, Hampton Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it? 40 minutes south of the same? 30 minutes south of yeah, the same? Yeah, so it's like town, you know, town. If you guys go to the, the uh, Target Field where they have town ball, town ball tavern, mm-hmm. and that's it, that's kind of like dedicated oh. to the town ball teams. Mm. It's like Hampton, Meesville, those type of teams. I so. work just north of that okay. warehouse okay. district. Yeah. yeah. So you sound like you're from Minnesota. No. I just I heard it. Yeah, just north of the cities. Okay. Yeah. I, can, I can give you some good facts about Jessica now. Nice. I'm going to embarrass her. Here we go. All I'm going to embarrass her. I'm, I'm going to lean in. But Jessica so is a state champ golfer, high school, excellent golfer. And her and her husband were also the club champs here two years in a row out of about 105 teams. Wow. So six-year curlers, and they beat very experienced teams. That we're here, so I can see why that'd be facts those facts would that. be embarrassing. Our yeah, son, our she gets embarrassed when I, you know. Thanks, Amanda. She's yeah. <laughs> only because her aspirations are so Very good golfer. High. She gets frustrated with you know golfing a seventy-two or seventy-three oh, when she yes, golfs once right. a year. Yeah, she's excellent athlete. So got to start the sports early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're working. Yeah, we're hoping for her son Hank to become superstar in all the sports. That yeah, so we're getting him, getting yep. him ready. We bring him over here once in a while, trying to get him out. How, how old night. is Hank? He's three and a half. Is Hank short for Henry? It is not. It's just mm-hmm. Hank. Just Hank. I would, if we had a boy, I was going to name him Henry. I wouldn't have called him Hank though. But I think that that's a lot of people do that. So I like Hank. So now, were you? Did you just have a child? Or, nope. or Jordan just Jordan had a Jordan child. just had a child. Okay. I've got an Jordan just had a child. And okay. Jordan has a uh, four-year-old girl. Month old. <laughs> Four month old. Four year. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I'm almost certain she's mine. She's pretty cool. <laughs> I am not cool. So. It's good. Yeah, we used to be in a bowling league together with Jessica mm-hmm. and Adam, too. And on Saturday nights, we decided to abandon that and just move over so our weekends are free for bond spiels when we can make them. Now yep. that's a commitment. <laughs> giving We're up giving bowling, up bowling. We are so done. that you can bond spiel. It <laughs> is for Amanda because Amanda <laughs> is an awesome bowler. She, that's nerdy. she anchored our team. <laughs> she can bowl with us. What, do you have like 110 up. points? Yeah, roughly around there. Yeah, <laughs> double that. Please, Chris. Oh, yeah. so my, you, can you get the seven ten split? You know, you get that. I've up. never gotten you mastered that. the the come I've, across. I've never gotten the seven ten. I've never seen the seven ten. Lay some bowling in my terms life. on us. What, oh what, 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 what does a good bowler know Lay that the some. casual bowler doesn't? Nobody likes oh, bowling. Oh man, you guys must know what a Brooklyn is, right? No, I know where it is. Okay, <laughs> I spent a weekend. So Brooklyn's just when you 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 want to hit the pocket. And uh, you know where you're intending it, but then it slides over and hits the other side of the head pin. It's called a Brooklyn because you come across the other side of that of the head pin. So why? What does it have to do with Brooklyn? I have no idea. It, <laughs> I have I mean, no maybe idea. The river, like you cross the river into possibly, Brooklyn. possibly. Okay, yeah, so, it's just so that's a, one. That's one, boy. Oh, now you put me on the spot. She would always talk about if the lanes are dry or oily or how yeah. the ball was moving, and I was just like. Yeah, whatever. I'm just yeah. trying to throw it down there. You can discern it. I mean, it's like curl. And that's what, you know, you learn very quickly of, of but I, I grew up, that's where I grew up bowling, you know, with coaching and whatnot. So, yeah, you can definitely tell that the lanes are dry, oily, oily what kind of ball to use. We usually have a few balls that 
you, you bring along. So you, you got like a lot 14, 16. Wow. I just have a couple. Pounder, I just have a couple, baby. but I do have friends that have six guy. or eights that have six or eight that they will bring like, pollen. Oh, I have to go home and, and get my uh, I know. balabushka you can ball. Have, they can do, have, you have a, do you have a yeah. bowling ba ball bag? Of course. Oh, yes. Well, two on, balls. On wheels. Two. She has three too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. How, how do you feel about the Big Lebowski? Is that an accurate I love the Big Lebowski. Completely, completely accurate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie, though. Yeah, that's pretty close. But that, see, now with curling, all I need is a broom and a pair of shoes. So it's less investment. Because each bowling ball is probably at least a couple hundred dollars every a, time. A couple hundred, couple hundred dollars. dollars. But you don't need them every year. So. You know well, what always annoyed me. Don't you just need it like to buy a ball once? Like, do they wear out? They like, will. They will get a wear pattern on that they don't. They're not as effective. What? Mm -hmm. yes, Mine never did. I just fold every it. other week. We need She's to. Just pulling your leg. <laughs> Come just, on. This <laughs> is the nerdy side. See, bowling. But you could like use some sandpaper and scruff that up, right? Yeah, you can get your or there's in the pro shop. They they have some. I don't know if it's called a cure or whatnot, but they will definitely once a year you can have it the oil almost removed off the ball too and they may take Soak a little scuff out of it but yeah yeah there, there's multiple processes that depending on what you might need so can we talk about uh jessica's chickens oh i was yes, yes. oh the chickens yeah yeah, yeah. Lay some chicken stories on us yeah <laughs> i think one thing that jessica learned early on is to not name the chickens oh yeah yeah <laughs> right our first our first chickens had names uh they were kind of like pets but we've had a few batches since then, so we don't name them anymore. But our best chicken uh, and Sunday morning roll around and yeah, they just don't, they don't food. they don't live that long. You, we thought they were gonna live like eight to ten years each, and they just don't live that long. So. How long do they live? Well, <laughs> we've had one batch um, started eating their eggs, so we had four chickens that kind of started eating their eggs. We think they weren't getting enough calcium in their diet, so we found a farm for them to retire to. And then last year we had some chickens that liked to get up at 5 a.m. and they crowed almost like roosters. It was just like what you guys just did, 5 a.m. But better, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> and they and kept, they would keep doing that until someone opened the door to let them out. So the first summer they did that, my husband and I kind of alternated who was getting up to let them out. And last summer he was letting them out, so we got rid of the chickens. We found another retirement home for them. Um, yeah, but we get eggs. We get three to four eggs a day. They're a lot of fun. Right so on. you don't eat the chickens? No, no, we don't eat the chickens. We only have Could them you? for the eggs. Not yet. They're not really, um, they're not fryers or broiler type chickens. So you could. Do people raise chickens in the city for eating? I think so. Yeah, no. I think so. You just have to get the right variety. We usually get egg layers, good egg layers. I think having chickens would be just the coolest thing ever. Which, uh, which breeds do you have? Uh, we have a white one <laughs> and brown one no i don't know what they are you don't have a spotted barred rock yeah i think we, we did have a barred rock at one point yep have yep. you heard um one of my friends at grad school was a woman named lucy amundsen and she wrote a book called locally laid about raising chickens in duluth and getting into the small i mean i, I shouldn't say raising like they bought hundreds and hundreds of chickens because her husband after years of being miserable as a grant writer said i think we should go, i think we should go into chickens which is the first chapter of the book, and that led to quite an argument. I like that. Years and years of being miserable as a grant writer. <laughs> yeah. so That's we, a great starting. Yeah. So they yeah. went to Hacienda del Sol on Superior Street in Duluth. Oh, yeah, yep. And he, this is, yeah. So the, the book opens with uh, his sitting Lucy down and saying he wants to talk about something. 
Hacienda. Said, how, how do you feel about chickens? And it was there was crying and tears, and I'm trying to sell your book, Lucy, and it was awesome. But she's going to be in town in like two weeks. I'll send you the. Yeah, I'd love all to look about at chickens. it. Yeah, we no. just have the joy of raising chickens. I think is the book. And then we went to some sort of little uh, community ed class on how to raise chickens. What is joy the appropriate emotion you would describe for uh, raising chickens? It might be a little over the top. I like them, but it's a little over the top. Is it yeah. a lot of work, though? Um, it's kind of. In the winter, it's a lot of work because yeah. they're not laying eggs in the winter. You can get them to lay eggs, you though, can. can't you, with lights you or can. something? Yeah. Um, you have to lay about once every 23 hours, apparently, but they need at least 12 to 13 hours of light. And then they need a little bit of heat, too, because it can get too cold for them. Mm-hmm. So we do have a heat lamp. We do have a light, but we just we got lazy and we quit turning them on and they quit laying and it's fine. But the more work is like the water because water freezes. Yeah. So we have an electric water heater. But how long like when you got your chickens to get them as chicks? This last batch was the first time we got them as chicks. So we bought them from eggplant down on Selby, and we got four baby chicks. And this is the first time we got chicks because we thought our little boy would like to play with them. Yeah. But he was kind of like, eh, whatever. So <laughs> do chickens establish a pecking order? Because we raise <laughs> we raise pheasants. They do. It's that, a real that's thing. That's not even a joke, man. Yeah. Oh, pun intended. <laughs> no. No. We raised pheasant in my cabin one year, and they told us you should buy at least 20 because they will probably kill each other in the first week. And they did. And it was crazy. Yeah. There's like, definitely like an alpha chicken. Yeah. We've gotten. We found the pheasants were ruthless. <laughs> I that never, sounds like a great chicken place. Revival should change its name to alpha chicken. In my life. It was so brutal. We, are you, you know, we raised ducks and geese as a kid and they were fun. We also raised ducks. They were really fun. Geese are super cool. <laughs> they, as a little kid, the, little, the geese so good. follow you around the yard. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like they hear the patio door open and they're just like. What are you bringing us? What are you bringing us? All right, so back to the chicks. So you got these little chicks. How long does it take a chick to get to laying age? It's usually, depending on the variety, but usually about six months. Six months? Yeah. Because I was thinking, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pun intended. Uh, Pete Pete Westbrook's over there. We can ask, hey, Pete, do you know um, how long does it take a chick to get to laying age? Six months. All right. He didn't even bite on Can the, we quote wow. you he on didn't, that? He didn't even bite on the... Pete's going to the uh, Senior Men's World Championship in April, but what's the city? Something, Alberta. Lift Bridge? Left Bridge. Yeah. Which is right across the river from Right Bridge. So. If you browse okay, our, so uh, this is what I was wondering. So if it takes six months for a chick to get to laying age... You could time it so that you got the chicks over the winter, and then they'll be they'll be laying eggs over the summer, and then when the snow flies, you could kill the chicken, have chicken soup, and get some chicks. You probably could. Or you could have them <laughs> raise the chickens, and when they get the chicks going, then you could kill them, and then you just have these new chicks for the next season. It would be like a, a perfect circle of life. I don't know where you'd buy chicks in the middle of the winter, though. You'd have to get them through the mail. We always buy ours locally. I went to mail uh, order chicks, mail order chicks, <laughs> and then yeah. I think if you From do Russia, ma- I have no not. idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're yeah, they're really young. Yeah, <laughs> if you do mail order chicks, yeah. you probably have to buy a whole bunch, and we only have a permit for five. So we had to go and ask our neighbors, and I had to get them all to sign our permit. That's right. The you don't have to do to, that anymore, though. 
Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. I think, that the, the rule. I think there's some rule change that you don't have to do. Well, I think. I, the cities have different yes. rules, right? Minneapolis and St. Paul no, definitely have different They rules. all have the same yeah. rule, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're um, kind of running low on time. So uh, is there anything about, like, upcoming, like, new initiatives at Frogtown or anything new exciting, any exciting news that you want to share? You're going to get that fire hooked up. Yeah, I think, fire. yeah, I think, I mean, I think long-term plans, you know, that uh, we lease the building here, so it's make, it, it's always going to make a difference, I think, in how much they invest and how long the, the lease term is here. So I think that they're talking about expanding our, you, as you guys are, we're sitting in a warm, warming room right now. It's a little small, so I think the plans are to hopefully expand this out, you know, closer to the sheets of ice here, um, potentially talking about adding a sheet of ice. I heard over the last weekend, I think I'm okay to say that, it, it all comes down to, you know, money that's within the club and how can we get, um, it, you know, how, how do we fund these projects? But hopefully if we can just secure a longer lease, I think then they're, they're going to be more apt to putting that money into Yeah, so the, the landlord would do leasehold improvements, I would think, maybe. Ah, City of St. Paul. So, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think that, that the city does like having us you know, in this area, and, and uh, we do a lot with the local businesses here. You know, we do in our bond spiels. We always try to find the local, small local businesses, restaurants, and whatnot to support it. But, um, but we're know, always we, looking for new members, I think, is kind of the deal. Absolutely. That's always going to help grow our club, help get us to expand, help yep. uh, How many, I mean, leagues. if someone wanted to be a new member or even have a, a, a whole new team, is it relatively, would they be able to find a league? Yeah, I think there were a few league nights that only had 10 leagues this year, so they probably could have had two more. Um, they'd have 12 yeah. as a full, a full league. So, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure they would be open to adding, you know, maybe a day league if there was interest or – but we really yeah, encouraged just, it. Our Sunday, our Sunday league uh, a few years ago, we only had the one Sunday league with like six or eight teams, and that's grown to, I think you have 12, right, in your one league? Or 10 in your we one league? We have 10. Uh, yeah, we have 10. And 5.30, and there's a 3 o'clock yep, league now with six. six teams. So there's definitely some a little bit of room for people to come in, but we definitely encourage and want new members to come into our club. It helps strengthen our community. But that's So for, as far as plans, Chris, as you are asking, I think that, that those are some of the plans. You guys took a tour of Sheedy over there, which were – Starting to build on, you know, kind of looks like a little college, uh, you know, you know, college nice. bar over there. I know that's true. You don't want <laughs> to like call it cross the threshold into luxury. So we said if we expand the sheet, how, where are you going to call that? If we were to expand that size, so it'd probably be you know A B C D four E because we will always have a sheet E here. So yeah, in fact, I had a guy. We're trying to describe how our club is. We're calling the blue collar curling club of of. Uh, you know, America here, and um, one guy last, he's, he's like, we're kind of the animal house kind of college frat kind of place. You know, a lot of bohemian stuff going on, but a lot of commitment from the members. And um, so it's it, we've come a long way in six years. Well, thanks for uh, joining us on Stonecast at yeah, Frogtown. Yeah, a pleasure. Yeah, this has been a very nice interview. and uh, Thank you, guys. Yeah, you guys obviously are really committed to the club, and it's a fantastic facility. I can't wait to curl here. I will. Yes. For sure. We will hold Definitely. you to that. And All if right. they have some pizza left, we'll trade them some. Oh, Absolutely. Jameson for pizza. Yeah, what's that? Yes. That's kind of cool. They have Heggie's Pizza. You just go up there and you buy a Heggie's Pizza. And- yeah, for for if you're here on weeknights or you know league nights, you can buy a Heggie's Pizza for eight bucks. Um, eight bucks. I think it's eight bucks. Is it worth yeah, it? Do you think it's worth eight dollars? When you're when done you're with curling and you're starving, <laughs> yeah. yes, it yeah. can be. Yeah. But it'd be nice to have a kitchen for. So real quick for our bonds bills, we did. You know, we did a couple of things that we did our own meals, but then we catered in some really good food coming in here but it would be nice to have a kitchen at some point here mm-hmm. we obviously lack a kitchen we have so a lot of crock pots going on we do on the <laughs> definitely weeknights people so bring in will soup or something so yeah. my yeah. wife and i our whole 
diet revolves around the crock pot now. Oh, yeah. Because we don't have time to yeah. cook at night. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to be making corned beef and cabbage tonight because I missed right it last on. night. I pick up some of my Guinness on the way home. Yeah. and Yeah. Well, you can just take those right there. There so. we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. It's been a, a real pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. They hit the ice No one's there to see it There's no press or paparazzi That's okay But it'd be nice if someone noticed That they've all been working hard Pushing these rocks around Trying to gain some ground Got to keep the Canadians down Fast asleep Dreaming of gold 